y'all. Welcome to season two of the podcast. Join me, Christy. And Brittany. And Meg. And Bailey. As we continue to navigate life together. So grab a chair and get comfy because there's plenty of room at our table. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. Um, Don't forget that you can um, follow us on Instagram at hey y'all underscore the podcast. We post all kinds of stuff over there, resources that we talk about during the um, week, uh, crazy stuff we're up to, polls. um, You can send us questions or comments there. Just whatever your little heart desires. Um, Also, remember to share, please, please. let people know that they can listen on the website if they would like, which is conversandcrowns.com. But they can also listen on all major podcast platforms. And so, um, you know, if you will please just share with people, we're growing this season. Um, it's so cool to see so many new people who are joining us, um, finding us. And that's really truthfully, I think, through y'all. Like, people are, you know, so-and-so told me that y'all have a podcast and I'll listen to it. So that's really cool. Um, so please do that. So what's the yummies, y'all? Okay, so today we have cereal milk. We have two <laughs> bottles of Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal milk and Fruit Loop cereal milk. So in theory, this bottle will taste like the milk in the empty cereal after you've eaten it all. So we shall see how they go. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of cereal, in my opinion. Um, this was a this was a Bailey <laughs> contribution. <laughs> she always brings the most creative. I will say, is, I am yeah. curious about this one. Yeah, this yeah. one I'm curious about. Yeah, that's why I, every time I see something, I'm like, "Ooh, what's that?" And so I'm like, "Do you know who would like to try it?" Because they have to, because we have a podcast. <laughs> Girls. <laughs> I see stuff like that and I think, oh, who would try that? Here I am. Bailey's here with her cereal milk and shot glasses for us to try it out. Those were my shot glasses. Yeah, I didn't bring shot glasses. Thank you very much. Mm, Okay, well. So check out Instagram. In my defense, they looked like very much fun for my niece and nephew who actually had loved them. They're very cute. Um, And they thought that they were fancy and like I was the waitress and served them Sprite in it. I love it. Anything for them. Anything for them. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about guardrails, which is um, kind of a, not a phenomenon, but it's something that um, our pastor, Pastor Davis, one of his first, was it his first sermon series that he did when he got to Temple? What, five years ago? Is that how long it's been? And it's something that I know has stuck with me. Just Mm -hmm. um, those guardrails and those things that you have to have put in place in your life um, to help you not necessarily not sin, but just to live a um, more holy, you know, God-fearing life, I guess. Just a way to, yeah, just to, you know, because you know that there are things that you struggle with and things Mm -hmm. that um, are just going to be more of a, you know, more of an issue. And just putting those guardrails in place to to help with that so yeah i think it's just the more practical mm-hmm. side of what last week yeah was. i agree that's, that's what i was thinking that too yeah. i yeah. was thinking that too like how how we actually get to that spirit-filled life right yeah and i think too kind of like i mentioned you know we're the ceos of our own life yes mm-hmm. and so nobody knows us better than ourselves well except for god but <laughs> yes right. um like we have to make choices and be intentional and that's what the guard what guard rails 
I did not have a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) It is such a good visual, like the guardrail on the road, like literally keeps you from going off into the deep end is what I picture it as. And that's literally what a guardrail for our life is. It just keeps us, you know, on that narrow path um, to the gate, I guess. And truthfully, I mean, sometimes like bad weather nighttime like that's what helps you see mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be that's true um because you maybe can't see the path as much right um and i think as we go through we'll see that like they are very or at least the way i view it very specific to me um because like what meg said you know we we kind of all just as you go through life you know and what chrissy said you know you um and what you need so. mm-hmm. Okay, so how do we want to do it? I have a list. No. Shocker! <laughs> but, I mean, do we just want to go around and share guardrails we have? Or how do we? Sure. I mean, I just, okay. Yeah. I'll go first because everybody's looking at me like confused. I don't know. Um, social media, for me, I have had to put guardrails up around social media um not so much in this season because I feel like I'm in a healthier place with it but there was a hot second there where every time I got on especially like Facebook um either I really started becoming discontent with my life or I had really mean thoughts about everybody that was posting their perfect life, you know. And so I, I just deleted it. I deleted the app. I didn't get rid of Facebook, but I had to make an intentional effort to get to it. It wasn't just something I could mindlessly scroll through. Um, and I have to, even now, like, if I'm, I don't know, in attitude or I'm, you know, discontent about something, I'll be like, okay, I'm just scrolling through, like, put it away. Put away. You're done. You've lost your Facebook time. To, you've lost your Instagram time today. <laughs> Go sit in the corner because I, I know myself well enough that mm-hmm. comparison's a problem with that. Yeah. Um, so. I did set the timer on mine, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> See, like I Christy said, that. there's a timer that you can, after your own, you know, certain apps for a certain amount of time, it will come up and say, hey, you have five minutes remaining. And it does give you the option to ignore it, but it is it does make me mindful to think, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I have literally spent this much amount of time in my day on these apps. That's yeah. ridiculous. And so yeah, well, I try to show me how to do that. Well and I try to like not have that come up, which back in school and all is easier, but right. it is. I mean, that's the first thing when I'm quote unquote bored instead of just mm-hmm. sitting in stillness, I I'm worse than my kids at school. I just pick up my phone and scroll. Sometimes I'll close Instagram, then I'll open it right back up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like I, I forgot yeah. that that's what I like, was in. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. guardrails yeah. with social media is a, a big thing. I have to, I guess, follow in that with my, some of my guardrails on social media are just what I follow. Mm-hmm. Like I have to, mm-hmm. you know, good. I had to unfollow some stuff just because it either, not like people I know, but like just, I don't know. <laughs> This is embarrassing. I had to unfollow Britney Spears because I would just sit there and, like, make fun of her all the time because I thought, well, at least I'm yeah. doing better than that, you know, which I should pray for Britney Spears because she is having clearly a mental crisis. <laughs> but yeah, I was yeah. so jealous of her for dating Justin Timberlake for so long. It is, like, nice to see her how she is now. And so, anyway, that was a, you know, I have to unfollow stuff like that where I just, it doesn't bring anything healthy to my right. life. And so I have to intentionally follow things that do pour truth into me. So, um, you know, just I, I follow a lot of 
Um, and you have to be careful about, you know, certain biblical yeah, things you yeah. might follow on Instagram yeah. or Twitter or whatever, because it's not always um, truth. But mm-hmm. just following some real genuine, you know, people of the word that 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 pours truth into me while I am scrolling yeah. on my mm-hmm. social media. So I have to be mindful with what I follow and who I follow and all of that with mine. That's good. I've had to put a limit, like y'all talk about, on time-wise. I would get really bad. And it, it wasn't always. It's probably only been within the last, like, four or five months really bad like getting on like soon as i wake up in the morning yeah. be like well mm-hmm. i've got like 20 more minutes oh yeah and then that 20 yeah. minutes turns into 30 minutes mm-hmm. and and it's just a little bit longer so i've had to get really really kind of mindful about that's if i have time in the mornings to get ready and everything then i could look at it but that's not how i need to be starting my day right yeah, yeah. right i usually pick up my phone because one of the first things i do when i wake up is take the dog out mm-hmm. right and so like if I'm walking her in the backyard a lot of times that's when I kind of scroll you know through stuff but I found like probably the past year that and it was something that I had broken myself of already mm-hmm. and then I just Slid did back not into yeah I mean that guardrail was a temporary right <laughs> orange barrels like that's all it was <laughs> you know clearly it, it was not mounted there um but so, like, I slid right back into picking it up, taking it mm-hmm. outside. And then I'm, like, walking back in here, and I'm feeding her, and I'm getting my coffee ready, and, I've got, and I'm scrolling with right. the other thumb, you know. And then, inevitably, I look up, and I'm behind. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the blessings of this past year is that my start time for work is different than everybody else's. I end up working late every mm-hmm. night. And so... My manager has been gracious enough to say, you don't have to be in until 8.45. Well, I mean, think how much stuff you could do until, like, having to be there at 8.45. And I don't go work out with Meg. (laughs) (laughs) Like, perfect opportunity to do it. Perfect opportunity to have very, you know, ample time for, like, quiet times Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I have to, like, get out of the bed, leave the phone there, and just stand out in the yard and watch my dog right you know um but so sometimes like Mm -hmm. literally like Mm -hmm. you're saying like not even picking it up at certain times because it i know perpetually well i I mean i have an apple watch so if somebody calls or texts me i can see it so there are times when i will have to go put my phone Mm -hmm. like in the other room and i'm like okay if somebody does call or text me that needs me i will see it on my watch like i do not have to have my phone Mm -hmm. in my hand like i don't know but yeah that. I'm trying to be more mindful of that too because my girls will get phones in the next several years mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't want them to be as addicted to it as yes. I kind of and you don't sometimes. want yeah you don't want them to think that's the norm right and right that's okay that's, right. Yeah. I mean because so this is grow up with oh, me too. I was about to say but like <clears throat> think about what we're having to do mm-hmm. and we did not grow up right, right. It's like mm-hmm. we didn't have yeah. this it's it's something we had snake yeah <laughs> we did have snake <laughs> and predictive text so you had to really know yeah. what you were going to yeah. say. You had to be. And it costs like 99 cents a text message. Mm-hmm. You, had, you better shorten that up. Oh, I had five ninety nine for <laughs> unlimited text. Oh. My mama would not pay for it. She made me pay for it every month. <laughs> Did you pay me for your text messaging? <laughs> no, ma'am. Right <laughs> Here's my six dollars. <laughs> oh, man. The Hilarious. dark ages. Yeah. For real. Uh, one other thing. Like one of the other guardrails that. I don't know if it's really a guardrail per se, but um, if I feel myself kind of slipping into a place where I'm just not ready to deal with it with God, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of some of that, like you said the last time, Bailey, mm-hmm. like, 
maybe God had notices yet, like, <laughs> or I've got my bad attitude going or something like that. I change music a lot. So, um, like, I will literally, like, oh, am not listening to a worship song right, right now, uh-huh. Lord, because I, my heart is staying hard. Like, you are not about to soften this, right. you know. Um, and so there, there have been a lot of times, like, that same same is true like I have to intentionally because of like mm-hmm. the climate mm-hmm. around me or, or whatever um that like I pick some worship songs or I pick songs of truth um Shane and Shane does like the Psalms mm-hmm. hymns um they have like several albums of that and so sometimes I just like put those on or or like anything worshipful like yeah. literally just to um, and it, you know, because you may not be absorbing every word, but you are absorbing mm-hmm. it. Like are, it yeah. is, it's almost like that. You know, say, saying what you're thankful for yeah. over and over right. again. You know, when it, you it catch changes yourself your humming it later in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that it, it got in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so sometimes you know, turn the TV off and mm-hmm. hey, Alexa play. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I hope she doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, I put music with emotions feeding off of that. Of And I had actually this morning on the way to church. And I don't know why I was in a mood. I was in a mood about something. I had my feathers ruffled about something. It was more based on Satan pressing buttons trying to get me to worry about stuff. And I was going to pull on my Pandora that I always put on. And then I was like, no, like, no, stop, listen to. And so I clicked over to um, K-Love and that, that was exactly, and of course the song being played was exactly truth that I needed to hear because right. of course it was. Um, but also I have to take it because I'm such an emotional person. I'm the world's worst. Like if I'm sad, I won't listen to sad music. They'll make me more sad. Why? I'm like that <laughs> Or too. like if I'm angry, I'm going to listen, like I'm going to put on a really good like Hamilton, like pump up song to make me <laughs> more angry. Never. <laughs> what in the world? I but like, too. and like I have become, I used to, cause there's memes about that, but like, I would be like, oh, that's so ha 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 funny. And then I was like, oh, no, it's like real. Like, I am intentionally choosing to be sad mm-hmm. or be because that's well, what I, I feel. Because that's what I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I feel that way. So I want to, which I get. If you were going through something really hard, you don't want to listen to like Little Mary Sunshine and Roses. But you can also choose not to listen to. Something to that's also going to make you cry <clears throat> right. when you already feel like crying, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so that's something I've had to be intentional with. I don't spend a ton of time in the car because, like, my life is, like, a triangle of, <laughs> like, six minutes. It takes me six minutes to get to church and back to my house and then six minutes to get to school. And those are really, like, the only two places I go. So... I always listen to Caleb in the car. That's like a deal I made with my, like if I'm at home or whatever, sometimes I'll listen to it, but I'll listen to other stuff. But in the car, I try to just be mindful about like, it's not a lot of time, but it does, even like the little, like Levi Lesko and all those people that come on and like say the little things, Tim Tebow or whatever, just the truth that you get in that short amount of time that could really can help you, you know, if you're 
just not feeling like your day or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I guess that is kind of a guardrail I put it yeah. for myself. Just something that I intentionally do in my car. I think, okay, this is my time that I will listen to Caleb or, and sometimes I, I mean, I'll be honest, I'll hear something and be like, I just can't with that right now, mm-hmm. Lord. So I just turn that on down. But I mean, it is, I don't know. It's just a six minute time. I do get truth poured into me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so anyway. And we know the Lord works through. Oh, absolutely. So you know. music is my thing. That is yeah. how he works. Cause then like you said, that's how I memorize things. That's how I remember mm-hmm. things. So mm-hmm. then I sing it to myself later, you know, and that, that truth sticks with me that way better. So, yeah. and you're being intentional. In right. That. That's a great guard. So, yeah. I think a lot of guardrails, I don't even think of them as being guard. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. like conversations I've had with myself of yeah. you, ma'am, are going to do this. <laughs> you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess that's a guardrail though. Well, what do they say? Like if you're doing like budgets or whatever, like the best way is that you name every yes. dollar, right? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. so you go uh-huh. ahead and like mm-hmm. set out, like, I mean, if this dollar's for fun, right. <coughs> Dollywood, yes. uh, then, like, you put it in there and you go ahead and right. name it. Um, so, I mean, it's no different with time. Yeah, I that's true. You know, yeah. and so naming my short time, like, these spurts of time in the cart is always for this. Right, yeah. and that's kind of what I've done. Yeah, so. that's, good. that's a guardrail. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Going off of that, one of mine that I've really been so proud of myself with is something that you have actually said that no is a complete sentence. And I have been the world's worst over several years of overextending myself at work, Mm -hmm. at school, at um, volunteering, like all of that, and that it's okay to say no. And I've I've done it several times this year, patting myself. Go, girl. And it's fine. No one's upset when you say no to something. So I've gotten good with that because... I will overexhaust myself, and mm-hmm. it's not good for me, girls, relationships, anything. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's one that I've. Yay, go be. I was gonna say I have boundaries, and I have work commitments, church, all that, um, and <laughs> this right here is a God moment because you saying no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. That's my homework from therapy this <laughs> week <laughs> to say um, specific situations to say no and. And people do get mad. It's not my job to make everybody happy. I was unaware. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought I was supposed to make everybody happy. But um, creating boundaries, sticking to them, not letting people push you and, and I mean, sometimes bully you. Yeah. Because uh, they know you'll say yes. Because exactly. they know that's, you'll that's say yes. That's what my whole thing Or was. make you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And like. Ask Brittany. She won't say no. Yeah. Well, we need you. You're reliable. You're okay. really That's good at this. Literally, not my problem. Right. Um, so yeah, saying no and saying no in a way that I don't feel like I have to overexplain mm-hmm. myself. But just boundaries in general. I made a decision seven, eight years ago when I tried to find a new job um, that I was not taking another paper home from work. Like I will work mm-hmm. late, which I do, and I get there early. But I will not take. I will not carry it home. I will not burden myself with carrying that heavy bag. Not that we do a lot on paper, anyways. But for the most part, I'm not going to do work at home because if I die today, they will have somebody sitting in my classroom. It literally doesn't matter. Um, and that was a hard thing for me because I felt like I wasn't doing enough. But and I think all three of us 
all no there's four of us i can't count <laughs> I all right. four you of know us. it was it was right <laughs> I was you like, weren't counting me I, no no i was gonna say <laughs> all four of us work in and have stuff in our lives where you aren't gonna catch up you aren't gonna get done so if you're like and my thing was always to get the to-do list done it ain't gonna happen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I have had to use that as like a cutoff I have to I leave and I go home and we worry with again tomorrow and the school will still be there with or without air we don't know you know I mean (laughs) it literally that's awful by the way you walk into a surprise every every day every day it's fine um, I think my word of the year was kind of a guardrail for me yeah. with purpose oh, because yeah. that's kind of what it was is mm-hmm. you have literally said yes to everything mm-hmm. that everybody has asked you to do for 19 years now. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you can't do it anymore. Like you are physically like you can't do it. And so that just really leaning into the Lord of what my purpose was and what he wanted me to do. So I could give a hundred percent to those things. I mean, that has been a guardrail for me. I still am not good at it <coughs> Excuse me. Right. at all. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just, we learn and grow. And yeah. I mean, it's, it is tough to, I just hate to feel like I disappoint. Right. You know, it's not that I think like people cannot function without me. I know that is not true. It's just like, I just don't want to disappoint somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I think one of my guardrails that I've realized is um, like, kind of a specifically around work and stuff is actually saying what I'm trying to do. So like. I'm trying to go to Wednesday night Bible study every mm-hmm. Wednesday night this semester. I've done it, tried it for probably six or seven years, and I'll start out good, and then I fizzle out, you know, and that's not fair to me. Um, like, in my growth, in my walk, you know, to let, just slowly let something creep in, you know, or whatever. And so this this time I'm like, no, I'm doing it. And what I've done is I have told people, like, I'm doing this and in a way that's just an accountability Mm -hmm. that you should expect that I'm leaving on time or you should expect that I'm going to be in the building you know and you can text me and or you know my niece and nephew should expect that I'm going to be there on Wednesday night and pop by you know to see them after they get out of class or whatever Um, so just saying saying a yes and creating that boundary but then also like speaking up for yourself and mm-hmm. saying, you know, these are things that yeah. I'm trying to accomplish for myself um, is a guardrail because you kind of set up some some accountability. Accountability there. is a huge yeah. guardrail yeah. too. Um, and there's lots of ways to do oh, that, yeah, right? Absolutely. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, being super vulnerable mm-hmm. and having like very intimate accountability versus just like what I'm talking about, right. which is just a like I've told my manager, but I've also told some coworkers, mm-hmm. you know, that normally we would have later evening conversations right. about work that would, you know, kind of keep us longer or whatever. Right. Um, but like setting all that stuff up. So, right. you know, there's different levels of accountability. Agreed. That's yeah. a huge one. Yeah, that's good. Um, another one I have, and <laughs> the way I worded it, um, sounds bad because I put remove toxic people from your life, but put um, <laughs> what I just saw was or, the grabber thing yeah. at the arcade, <laughs> like coming down to grab something. Let, it go. Just, <laughs> Let um, it go. But I really have remove or prepare or limit. 
there are people I know, whether it be coworkers, that um, being around them makes me very unhappy and have a bad attitude. Um, it's because not me. no, because <laughs> I mean, I'm still here. <laughs> or or people who feed into the the bad habit mm-hmm. or the negative or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there are some people like I just I'm I'm not a good person around them. I had um friends from church and that sounds terrible but I realized one night sitting at keg and barrel actually um sitting outside with me and I thought I can't hang out with these people anymore I become a tear even just in my my mindset a terrible person around them because they themselves are not great um and that that stunk because I enjoyed having something to do on Friday night you know but that, it wasn't good and I knew that that just led to other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes there are people we just have to, and that may mean muting them on Facebook so you can't say, defriending them, kick them off the Instagram, not answering their calls mm-hmm. when they, or I know with like family and stuff, you're kind of limited. That's why I also put prepare because sometimes I think when, when we're forced into situations with people that we would rather not have to be around because we know it affects us, that sometimes our attitudes are just, man, this is going to suck. Where, yeah, that's true, but you can prepare your heart for it or prepare, you know, have some sort of game plan. Um, so, yeah, just negative toxic, the way I deal with that has changed throughout time. And that's not mean to be like, I can't be around this person. Yeah, it's healthy. Yeah. That's a boundary. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a good one, especially social media, because yeah. sometimes, I mean, I was joking about Britney Spears, but there are people that, you know, just drain you, you know, yeah. and that's, and that's just an extra way you're accessible yes. to yeah, them. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I had a thought and then I just lost you it. Lost I have it. a ridiculous one, but I, so I didn't want no, to follow please. yours. No, Okay, so I am very influenced by content creators and all of the ads that pop up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, have y'all seen the headband that is square like the sunglasses? Square uh-huh. Okay, yes. so I'm like, I need to buy that kind of stuff, and I'm really bad about that. So I've made a, a new rule that I have to have something in my cart for a week, and after a week, if I still want it, and I have not bought hardly anything. That is brilliant, isn't it? So because yeah. they make those ads for me, like when we had the ad scene on TV oh, store. Oh my goodness! Please, oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to watch infomercials at night. Oh. Did you not order the headbands? No, I didn't. I, I think, think it only works with people with cute curly hair. Yeah, you got to have thick hair. Oh, then we're out. We're out. So Christy, out. you could get one. I don't know. But Christy's see, I wear, I wear head sunglasses on my head like every day. All yeah. day. I didn't wear it at church though. I'm proud of myself. Um, but anyways, but, but it has helped you with headbands on. Yeah, you're a headband person. I'm not trying to convince you to get it, but <laughs> where's the talk? I'll put it back in my cart. Wait a week. Yeah, but it has helped so much because I that I'm, is a great idea. I love TikTok and they have those ads. I'm like, yeah. oh, go shop now. Mm-hmm. You know, but like what that does is mm-hmm. it, it in a way it teaches you patience. Yes. yes, it does. I mean, and and it's it's a way to kind of put that kind of stuff into perspective because if you get used to doing those Mm -hmm. little things like that then you are going to kind of let that trickle into your bigger decisions because i love an impulse purchase oh i love it well and we're such an instantaneous gratification culture so Mm -hmm. yes yeah and i think i mean i think that's huge I, i honestly think that that's one of the biggest 
crises of this new generation is their inability to mm-hmm. wait, wait, to wait, yes. or oh, yeah. have any type of patience or whatever. And that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think along with that, if you don't have that type stuff, you don't. It makes it very difficult for you to be content mm-hmm. or to see. Mm-hmm gratefulness mm-hmm. and, I mean it, it just kind of plays all it back trickles into down that on every aspect that we right. just talked about you you're 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 not full of the spirit no it makes yeah. it very difficult to become to be full yeah, of the spirit. yeah it does yeah um another I don't know if it's really the the two I have I don't know if they're really guardrails or if they're more like flashing warning signs they're the warning signs before the guardrails they're attached <laughs> to the guard yeah the like yellow mm-hmm. chevrons you know Um, so intentionality, when I can tell I'm headed towards an issue and what I mean by that is, for example, if I start getting to where I don't want to go out Mm -hmm. and I just want to go home and get in bed and take and whatever, I know that I'm struggling Mm -hmm. with emotionally, mentally, whatever, like there's an issue and it, it truthfully, the best thing I can do for that is to do something and go out and to get dressed and to you know which is the exact opposite of what you want to do but being aware of that being like ooh, the last like three weekends I have not left my house okay what are we doing here you know because sometimes for me that's kind of the first yeah. almost like when I'm getting a migraine I get warning signs yeah those are my, my just warning being signs in tune right. with yeah and being intentional about being like I know this is not good. This is what this is headed towards. Do something about right. it. Right. Yeah. I think um, this is not really necessarily spiritual, but the way the Enneagram was for mm-hmm. me and, like, just letting me learn myself, and that's what it did for me, mm-hmm. is right. it, like, put those guardrails mm-hmm. up. Like, hey, mm-hmm. do you see this? Like, every time you do this, this is you're, yes. going, you're going backwards. You're sliding yeah. backwards right. here, you know, or whatever. Um, so I think just learning about myself in that way, that's what that did for me is as a whole kind of put in some right. practices. Like, and so there are certain things that I know, like when I start doing these type things or when, when things get, you know, here, mm-hmm. you, you're fixing to have to pick up some very intentional habits to pull yourself you're out of this. You're going to have to steer right. back or you're yeah. going to go off yeah. the cliff. Yeah. yeah. I get that whole, like woe is me life is so hard like I know other people have it hard but mine's so hard you know and it's like you have to just pour truth into I mean that's when I have to like be careful what podcast I listen to I have to like Mm -hmm. just everything I do like Mm -hmm. has to be very intentional um and I know that's a just my attitude because I can just get in such a attitude where kind of like you I just don't I don't want to go anywhere I don't want to do anything I don't you and know Satan knows oh, and he yeah. uses that yeah he's so, like oh she's looking weak and that's right that's <laughs> right so I don't know just I have to be so intentional with you know okay put your phone down listen to this podcast listen to this playlist like just hang out with these people you know talk tell yeah. these people you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I think that's 
I mean, who you surround yourself with is a yes. guardrail, you know, yeah, oh, for yeah. me, um, just who you're with. Because if you want to make bad choices, you know who you can go with. Oh, and yeah. if you want to be filled with truth, you know who you mm -hmm. can be with. So just, I mean, that who you surround yourself and who your circle and your tribe is. is That's such literally a one of mine. Oh, I stole it. I'm sorry. Having a circle slash tribe. Yeah. Right <laughs> literally, yeah. we think the same. Bullet but yeah, that, <laughs> that is a guardrail, like who is pouring in yeah. you, yeah. you know? So... And recognizing, like, ooh, I don't want to hang out with those. Right. Well, I think about it, too, from, like, those friends. a mom perspective. Mm -hmm. I know the people my mom would not let me hang out right. with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That does not change when we get older. We right. just have to be the one to be like, I don't think I, I can hang yeah. out with you. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think we've talked about this multiple times in season one, but, like, the guardrail of like writing yourself little sticky notes of yeah. like scripture mm -hmm. and you know putting mm -hmm. it where you need to see it and right you know um on your phone background it, yeah your making door. it very obvious mm -hmm. to you and right even to the point that you see it and you're like yeah i'm not reading that Pink right sticky <laughs> note over there because i know what, what it says, says. because yeah. you inevitably do learn mm -hmm. What it mm -hmm. says, mm -hmm. um, and you know, even without reading the words, like what that says, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I have a couple on my desk that same that mean a lot and kind of pull me back. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think just being aware of like, I guess the things that we need, like kind of mm -hmm. like what you said, like being just so in tune with yourself and being willing to like learn yourself mm. and then learn like okay this is what I need to be my best you know and being willing to do that because sometimes you don't want to you don't want to put right. the effort in you know but yeah. being willing to you know be your best version of the body you know mm -hmm. you're part of the body of Christ and you're called to, to be that and you can't be that if you're not you know treating yourself and pouring truth into yourself so yeah and I think that's important in this culture it's it's not the feelings, right? Like, it's not, I'll look at myself and this is what I want to do. And so right. I'm just going to create this person, you know, like, right. no, it is all about who you are in right. Christ and how you get there. Um, right. You know, cause there, there's a whole society out there that is following their truth and, exactly. um, you know, making their world what they feel comfortable with, which mm -hmm. is not always Christ honoring. No. Yeah. And what's, easy in that moment is probably not healthy and oh yeah like no. you know yeah it may be easy right now but a week down the road it may have been deadly like and yeah. you have to fight like mm -hmm. you're saying fight for for the healthy version mm -hmm. of who you are um one of my i only have two left but one flash and warning sign again and this is within the context of relationships friendships dating family whatever i have to be because i'm a people pleaser i'm learning that when i start shrinking back and not asking for what i want and not being as vocal on my needs bold mm -hmm. bold yes like we talked about last week that that's a good sign there's a problem and the problem is probably me but when you know hey, let's go do blah, 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 and I don't want to do it or I don't feel like it. And my response is, yeah, that will be great. Okay, there's a problem here. Like when you don't feel like you can be yourself or be honest mm -hmm. or speak. If you reread 
and this is hard for somebody who naturally has an anxious personality, but if you reread a text message before you send it to a friend or a family member or the guy you're seeing 17 times to make sure it can't be misunderstood, there's a problem. And it may be you, and that's a good warning sign that, okay, you're feeding into, you know, unhealthy thoughts mm -hmm. or unhealthy, like, if you in these intimate relationships that we are allowed to have here on earth do not feel comfortable as you that's a good warning sign something's off something's wrong yeah for me especially yeah um, i agree with that yeah so when i notice that i'm kind of shrinking back from who i am i'm like Ooh. or when i notice i'm like ah, i don't want to do that let's do that i'm like oh look at me assertive and bold look at no. me doing doing something bold yeah. I think literally just, you know, sitting down and like naming certain things, mm -hmm. like um, kind of some of those things that are going to put you out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. um, I think is important. There's been a couple of years that I've done that, like, you know, within this year, I want to kind of check off some stuff and that's kind of sort of ridiculous. Um, but what it does is it just keeps that in the forefront. Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm this we know this is who you want to be and this is who you should be and this is what christ has called you to be and so name these things and find ways to get to them right i am real bad about if there's nothing set in stone or if there's nothing written that like i might remember it but i'm not going after it right um which is you know and i know like if i don't write stuff down or you know things like that i'm not my best <laughs> You know, I'm not able to, to reach those goals or whatever, but um, I think a guardrail of just saying, you know, naming the goals to get you to who you want to be is important. It's a way to check check up on yourself, mm -hmm. too. Um, Your purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's literally what it is. But. And on the flip side of that, for my personality type, and this is one I've recognized in the last few years, I have to be careful not, I put daydreaming slash planning too much, thinking ahead too much. Yeah. Because, I mean, I will go from, oh, I wonder what life will be like in a year to worried about something that is not yeah. like, you know, I wonder if I have enough for retirement that, you know, if my kids go to college, Bailey, you don't have kids. What are you worried about? You know, <laughs> but like, I'm such a planner that sometimes the planning and feeling like you have control slowly like snowballs into like anxiety, worrying over stuff that literally has not happened mm -hmm. is not a thing. Yeah. Like not, you got enough to worry about worrying right. about that stuff. Um, and so I can see myself sometimes when I'm like, Hmm, We've been, we've been planning too much. Like, if you're planning 10 years down the road, when has that 10-year plan ever gone according to what and you came up with? And that is Satan using that as an oh, yeah. 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 with me, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the whole deal. Yeah. Every mm -hmm. person's guardrail is going to be different. Yes. Yeah. We are all traveling a different road. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's the same is the destination. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, the end point on the <laughs> map. Yeah, we all started from somewhere different. We're all going a different way. Um, it's just taking those things that you know are hard for mm -hmm. you or a struggle for you, and putting boundaries in place. That's really yeah. what it is: is boundaries, yeah. guardrails, boundaries, and whatnot. And where we talked about wisdom and discernment. Yeah, yeah. It all here we together. are. Yeah, pray for wisdom and discernment. And honestly, those guardrails should be 
founded mm. in mm-hmm. the in the scriptures right. in the mm-hmm. you know those underlying things i mean even, there's a lot of guardrails that we do that like you said might sound silly mm-hmm. now yeah. you know but that is grounded in mm-hmm. scripture and yeah. where we are essentially trying to get to yeah you know that end destination um to be more like christ and to spend eternity with him but um if you have a chance to listen to pastor david's sermon series on it it's really really it's good still on the website yes yeah. really good yeah any other guardrails good all the ones I know I need right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be more. Yeah. Well, and I think that's more. a. I mean, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Like there are lots of different seasons, and they you know, change. next week we may come into one for each of us mm. that we're like, "Hello, never yeah. had to think about this before, but clearly this is something that's true. I have to do." Um, and I think you have as as Christians, we have to be able to realize that, and we have to be bold enough and humble enough to right. to say, "I've, I've got to do this," and I may look different to the rest of the world or my friends or, you know, right. somebody may look at me sideways like, why is that a big deal for you? Well, it's a big deal for yeah. me. Right. You know, and that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. Right. You learned it about yeah. yourself and you yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Cereal milk. I didn't hate it. I'll I be honest with you. I didn't either. The I cinnamon toast good. crunch was pretty good. It didn't taste as cereally as... <laughs> I thought it should. The Fruit Loops tasted more cereally like, but I don't like Fruit Loops as much as I like cinnamon toast crunch. Ooh, I love the Fruit Loop one. I hate cereal. So I, just, I don't I just... like milk. I've never drank milk. So the texture for me was hard, but the flavor was good. It did taste like Fruit Loops and cinnamon toast mm-hmm. crunch. Yeah, I mean... let's, let's talk about the texture, though. Yeah. To be fair, Bailey was being very <laughs> kind. It was very hot, and so she froze them to make yes. sure that they were, they were like, cold. They were cold and that they didn't I'm give never us food poisoning. Bringing a yummy chocolate. <laughs> no, they had some chunks in them. It's so just it was ice. But when she yeah. poured it, it is frozen milk. So yeah. she poured it, and it looked chunky it coming like into bull. the cup. Think about like curdle. That's exactly. <laughs> but the flavor, I will say, I did not even want to try because I hate milk, and I liked both of them. Yeah, okay. they, it was actually like I don't yeah. know that I would drink like a whole. Yeah, like it's what it actually totally came a in. Gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. the little But I can see how weird. if you have a kid that will not <laughs> drink milk, that would yeah. be a way. Right. That's true. It was made with real milk. Oh, and low was fat. It? Yes. Okay. There you go. Help. So there We're healthy. Go. Remember, we decided. <laughs> strong bones. Yep. <laughs> strong boundaries. Strong. Strong guardrails. <laughs> strong bones around here. You heard oh, it here word. first, people. <laughs> Thanks for tagging along. See y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.